0: Hello, and you're very welcome to Mind You, where I dive into how different people use different ways to self-care. I'm Brian Barnes from Brian Barnes Wellbeing, where I partner with people to create unique well-being solutions. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to Sarah Davison. Sarah has a huge passion for serving and minding others through her work as the world's leading divorce coach, as a trainer, as a best-selling author, and as the host of the Heartbreak to Happiness podcast. So Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, thank you, Brian, for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Cool. Me too, Sarah. And you're so welcome. Thank you. And Sarah, can you start off by telling me a bit about yourself and how you got to here?
1: Yes. I mean, my journey was uh, a bit of a bumpy one, to be honest. Um, I'd been coaching for about 15 years as a life coach, business coach and a trainer as well. Um, And then my husband, I found out, did not want to be married to me anymore. And that is really where I got really interested in helping people cope better with their breakups, because I was absolutely flawed. I did a lot of that ugly crying on the bathroom floor. I didn't understand how this could suddenly have happened. We worked together. Uh, My son was one at the time. Uh, So yeah, it was a long time ago. He's 14 now. So it happened a long time ago, but I really went through the mill. And as a coach, I thought, gosh, I should be able to cope with this. But actually, it felt like I'd been hit by a freight train. And I realized that there wasn't really any specific help for people going through breakups. There was therapy and counseling, but it was quite general. And even though I tried therapy and I went along and I'm, I'm still really good friends with my therapist today. And I, I refer her clients because she's very good, but it wasn't specific to what I was dealing with. So um, betrayal, um, completely moving on with no regards for me. Um, I was left absolutely reeling. And because we worked together and had a global business at the time, I lost everything that was my life. You know, it turned upside down. And suddenly overnight I became a single parent, I lost working in in my own business um, that I'd built up with my ex. So there was a lot of change as well as losing my husband who I thought was my best friend. So I was going through a lot at the time and it was then that I thought, right, after significant amount of the ugly crying I talked about, I decided that I had a choice. I either carried on that way, which wasn't really serving me or I stepped up and I tried to find a way through. So I decided to combine my coaching skills of the last 15 years with the process that I was thrown into. So the breakup, the heartache, the betrayal, but also the divorce process, which was so much harder than I'd ever imagined. Um, And just so many pitfalls and difficulties that I hadn't foreseen coming. So again, going through that process, I created all the tools, Brian, that I use today and I share with with people all around the world now. Um, I went on to write my first book, Uncoupling. That became a bestseller. Uh, Then, as did my second book, The Split, I started running retreats uh, called Breakup Recovery Retreats and the Daily Mail got a hold of those. Uh, So they took off really quickly too. And I now coach clients all around the world Um, And then I launched my International Divorce Coach Center of Excellence, which trains coaches all over the world. Um, So most people haven't got any coaching experience, a few do, but they've come on and now they I I credit them to become breakup and divorce coaches so that we can get these much needed tools out to people around the world. So, yeah, I love my job. It's so rewarding. and, And the good thing is that it does help a lot of people.
0: Absolutely. Wow. Thank you for sharing that with me, Sarah, and what, and that journey that you've been on. And look, I suppose we, we all know that the numbers for divorce and separation are going through the roof. So kind of diving deeper into how you mind others and, and working as a divorce coach. Like I know from my own experience that separating, divorcing, it can be such a lonely place and you can feel, you know, like kind of very alone in, in that Place, But again, the numbers are going through the roof. There's a lot of divorce and separation, especially kind of post COVID. And I suppose when you when you're working with people trying to help them to walk steady and unsteady ground, what are some of the most common challenges that people are coming to you with?
1: Gosh, it's a great question, Brian. I mean, there's there's so many challenges. And like you said, divorce is on the rise um, post-pandemic, but also cost of living crisis as well puts a lot of pressure on relationships. And I think whenever we're going through tough times in life, that's hard enough, right, to cope with. But if your relationship is falling apart, too, that puts such pressure Um, on on the relationship so I think that's why we're seeing a rise because there is so much anxiety and fear just about general life at the moment um so yeah and also divorce is known as the second most traumatic life experience we go through after death of a loved one not many people know that until you get thrown into it right Brian with your your own experience you suddenly realize oh my goodness this is so much more painful than I thought it was ever going to be um but yeah, I mean, I think there's there's lots of things, lots of reasons. I mean, breakdown in communication, um, just stress at home. And then some people just drift apart. It doesn't always have to be fireworks and high conflict. Quite often, people just change over a period of time. Um, and, you know, there's lots of things that are important. And it's normal to feel upset because you are grieving the end of a relationship. And so, therefore, you know, the upset, the hurt, the pain unfortunately is part of that grieving process that we all have to go through to come out the other side. So you know, if you are listening to this and going through it, please know that it is normal to feel like this. But the good news is that there are lots of things you can do to take back your power and get your life back on track. And I'm a big believer that we all control the remote control to our brain. So what I mean by that is that we can choose how we feel So just because we find ourselves in a situation which is difficult or upsetting or somebody's done something that really has hurt our feelings or betrayed us, let us down. Yes, it's normal for that to hurt. But again, we can dial down those negative emotions. We can we can make changes that will help us cope better. And a lot of the coaching that I do and my coaches all over the world do is is about empowering our clients with a toolkit that enables them to identify the biggest controlling negative emotions and then give them tools and exercises to dial them down so life becomes more manageable. I mean, if you think about it and it's, say, for example, I had a client last week who was so angry, so 10 out of 10, probably more rage than anger, to be honest. Um, And it was paralyzing her. She couldn't do anything. She couldn't even move the divorce process on. She was just so angry. She couldn't communicate well with anyone. And it was affecting not only her work, but also her kids at home. So one of the things we did was we talked about how we could dial that down. And even just dialing down from a 10 to a 7 meant that her life became so much easier. Suddenly, she was more in control. So again, there are lots of things you can do to to dial down emotions. And, And first of all, we need to make sure you have that support around you. You have a team of people, a breakup support team of people that you can talk to that care about you, but they keep you moving forward. So again, the people around you is really going to be important in impacting the quality of your life. So, if there's anyone around you that's toxic or someone that I would term as an energy vampire, you know, the people that when they walk in the room, they kind of drain the energy from you, then we need to, you know, spend as little time as possible with them um, as we can whilst you're in this grieving process and healing process. We also need to focus on sort of self care, looking after you, um, understanding what's normal, but then also learning some techniques and tools to change how you're feeling and take your power back. So a lot of the work we do is very simple tools, Brian's very simple, like changing your body language, looking at the words and phrases you're using um, with your hypnotherapy. I'm sure you know all about that. Yeah. Um, and then also you know, getting outside and, 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 and moving your body. I think one of the good things from the pandemic was we all learned to get outside when we could. So I think, you know, a lot of people are a bit more on track with that, too, right now.
0: Absolutely. So I suppose what you're saying, like, really, you know, lots of solution focused, um, you know, let's say, kind of steps to, to look at the solutions. Because, OK, obviously, you know, there's, there's, there's that grieving and there's that kind of sense of betrayal and there's heartbreak and loss. But like, as you said, like, just to kind of build up that toolkit to be more solution focused.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely about being proactive, stepping up. You're going to have to push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. But I guess if you're working with a coach, then that sort of softens the blow a bit. And whilst you're working on what's going on now, which is really important, so dealing with the immediate upset and looking at when it happens, you know, and maybe the triggers for it happening. So we can go in and and shift some of those patterns and behaviors and and swap them maybe for, for more empowering ones. We also want to look at the future. Because a lot of our clients will come to us and say, look, you know, I I just don't see a future or I feel stuck. And if you think about it, if you if you don't know what the future looks like, which is, by the way, very normal during a divorce, because if you may have to sell the house, you're having to change your lifestyle. You're only going to see your kids every so often now. It won't be the same. There's a lot of things you don't know about that are coming in the future. You know, it's, it's going to be a different way of life.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it can be so much better. And that's the important thing. But we have to throw either some color on that canvas yeah. or we have to shine a light into that black hole. Whichever the client sees the future as there's either a black canvas usually or a, or a or a black hole. So what we do is we we also are working towards the future, Brian. And I think that's really important to help people get a sense of what they could be moving towards towards and moving to and and get helping them to get their sparkle back in life which is understandably dulled when you're going through a, a breakup
0: absolutely and I I know from my own experience your your mojo and as you said that spark it it does it is kind of dampened but again it's to really kind of know that it, it, it will return and that toolkit and that toolbox will help you to kind of get it back lighting yeah. up get that spark lighting up again isn't it
1: yeah absolutely and and you know even if you're coming out of an abusive relationship and and unfortunately we're seeing such a huge rise in that at the moment post pandemic i know there's a lot more awareness which is fantastic on domestic abuse i think people understand it a bit more now it's not just having a bruise or a black eye it's you know emotional uh, abuse, coercive control, financial abuse has been very much in the press recently as well. So there's lots of different types of controlling behaviours which are abuse. But even coming out of those relationships, I think that you know there, there definitely is a way forward. You can take back your power. Um, and again, I train my coaches who do my advanced course to specialise in helping to, to help clients through that process. So be keeping them safe, but also enabling them to take their power back to work through uh, the divorce process is going to be very different if you're divorcing someone who is abusive or has a personality disorder Um, because ultimately you don't you're not dealing with someone that wants a fair outcome you know i mean yeah amicable healthy relationships of course there is going to be conflict. You're going to argue over who wants the piano and you know who sees the kids when that's normal. But you know, ultimately you both want a fair resolution. Everyone walks away thinking, okay, well, that worked out pretty, pretty okay for both of us. But with a toxic partner, their intent is annihilation and to cause as much suffering as possible. So the divorce process, therefore, becomes very, very difficult. And that's when it can become extremely expensive. Um, And it it is a minefield to navigate. So again, um, our coaches are skilled to help people through that. But I guess the message is that you can, no matter what kind of breakup you're coming out of, um, you can get through this. You will go on and you can cope better with it and you can go on to redesign your life just the way you want it. So even when it seems like there's no hope, there really is.
0: Absolutely. And I, I love the image and I use it myself for myself and my clients. You know, an image of a tennis match that you're on your side of the net and they're on their side of the net. Now that, you know, like when, when you're breaking up, things can get kind of a bit fuzzy and kind of, you know, complicated and unsteady, the, the, the tennis court can become unsteady, but again, I love what you're saying about that toolkit and that that self-care and, you know, like that just kind of minding and looking after yourself to keep you on your side and them on their side.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I think divorce when you're going through it, as you know, Brian, it can become all consuming, right? So you yeah. feel like it's your entire life and there's nothing else going on, and that becomes very emotionally draining. Um, not just on you but on people around you as well. So yeah I think any tool that you can help, whether it's visualizing or you know your support network, anything that that can help you to almost put it away in a box for times you know so that when you get home and it's time maybe with the kids or if you're going out with friends, you just pop that in a little box, shut it in your mind and you can always open it up back again when you need to but just being able to compartmentalize so you can get on with life is, is going to be key.
0: Absolutely. And as you said, to visualize kind of a better life, because, you know, and I have found this myself, um, I've got three kids and even, you know, you've got that bit more time to yourself. Now, at the start, you feel lost and it's like, oh, my God, it's just a kind of a void. But to be able to fill in that extra time with maybe things that you haven't done in a while you know like hobbies and passions and interests you know maybe going to the you know going to a movie or you know uh, you know a hobby that you can start to kind of rebuild that path that you're on can't
1: you oh absolutely and then this is where it gets exciting you know yeah. i mean a lot of us are caught up in that it's a marital treadmill of life where you get up, you get the kids ready, you get everyone off to work or school, you do your thing, and then you pick everybody back up, you come back, you know, you finish your work, then you're cooking dinner, then it's everyone's exhausted, then there's everything else that goes on, you don't get time for you, then you pass out, go in bed, and then the next day you're up and doing the same thing. Groundhog
0: so, day, it's like groundhog yeah. day.
1: Exactly. Now you know we, you don't get much chance when you're married, and and most couples don't get much chance to to reevaluate. You know, and this is a you know whether you've been kicked off the treadmill or you've voluntarily stepped off that treadmill of your marriage, you get the opportunity to redesign your life just the way you want it. Yeah. So when you've got those moments, and I, I totally relate to that that void you have when the kids aren't there, the door shut it does feel like the heartbeat sometimes goes out of the house. Yeah. So it's how do we recreate that? How do we get, you know, that sparkle back and get passionate about life again? And it's small steps to start with, but definitely it is about working out what you don't want in your life anymore. Because sometimes that's easier to start with, sort of detoxing your house of all the things that remind you of your ex and all the things that make remind you of times when you were with your ex. You now I have clients who have, you know, mugs or sort of, Ornaments or photographs around the house that even if their ex isn't in them, it just totally reminds them of that and triggers a negative emotion. So actually detoxing your home, your space, moving around the furniture if you're still in the same place, you know, trying to make it feel different, introducing your own personality, putting your own stamp on things, bringing in different colors, you know, all this starts to freshen up the space you're in and starts you on that trajectory of your your next phase which then you can put in, you know, all the things that you wish you could do now that you couldn't have done in your past relationship. And I call that your breakup bucket list. And it's great fun to do. And it really focuses your mind on more positive things. And then breaking that down so that you can start to achieve some of those things. And they can be little, they can be small, like, One of my clients has just rediscovered leather trousers because her (laughs) ex-husband didn't like her in them at all. So she didn't wear them. And now I think she's got them in every different color there is. Um, So it could be something sort of relatively small like that or painting your nails bright colors or something that makes you happy. But then also moving on, I've got a client who wanted to learn to climb Everest. Um, I think pretty understandably his wife, his ex-wife thought that was very dangerous. So she hadn't been keen on it. But actually it's something he's always wanted to do. And now his kids are older and his wife is, is has left him. He's gone and he's joined a climbing club and he's got, and actually got a really good social life from that as well. So, you know, it's, again, it's about just taking some time out for you and using that time where it might be a little bit uncomfortable at first to start putting some plans in place and, and dream big. You know, you've got to dream big, right, Brian?
0: Absolutely. Dream, absolutely dream big. And I think Sarah, Time is a huge thing because, you know, I know when I separated first, I'm kind of, you know, four years, I think you said you were 13 years, like that first initial shock. And, you know, like, I I think when when you hear people talking about, you know, kind of silver linings and stuff, that's hard to kind of you know, comprehend, but just for anyone that's maybe newly separated or divorced that, as you said, it's, it's those baby steps and, you know, you're kind of building that new path, but time is a great healer, isn't
1: it? Yeah, absolutely. And in the beginning stages, it's just super important that you surround yourself with with people that care about you, not necessarily the people that are going to fuel the flames, because remember a lot of your close friends and family may also feel very betrayed and upset by what's happened to you. Um, and I had a client that came around. Well, she was, it was the first time she'd seen me. She pulled up and she actually came to my house. It was, it was years before the pandemic and she popped open the boot of her car. And in there were all these bin bags and she opened one and proudly showed me all her ex's clothes chopped up. Uh, I mean, there were things in there I didn't even know. You like shoes she chopped up, and a, a big camel hair coat that she managed to shred somehow with these shears that her best friend had brought over the night before. With a bottle of wine, and said, "Come on, let's let's you know let's get rid of his stuff." So you know, again, it's about picking the people you're surrounding yourself with because you know sometimes the advice isn't great, but I think it is going to take a bit of time. Yeah. But again, you know, I mean, I don't know if you've ever thought about it this way, Brian, but I've always wondered why there is support for pretty much anything on the planet. Like, you know, if you've got an addiction, so there's, a, there's AA or there's, um, you know, any kind of addiction, there's a club or a group you can go to to get support. If you uh, want to lose weight, there's lots of clubs that you could go to, you know, Weight Watchers, you name it. There's lots, lots and lots of different clubs, but heartbreak, which affects pretty much every single person on the planet over the age of probably 16, 17 these days. Yeah. There's nothing, right? Everybody,
0: so, it affects everybody with a heart.
1: Yes, exactly, yes. So um, I recently set up Heartbreak to Happiness online support groups for the general public. If you're going through a tough time, if you're really struggling, then you can come on. And, and it, it's been incredible. There, there's Zoom meetings. Uh, So you can meet your tribe, you can come on, you see other people, hear some of their story, what they're going through, but they're run by my accredited coaches. So it's all about um, staying positive, giving and sharing, empowering tools and advice, but also doing it in a community so you don't feel like you're alone. Um, And yeah, we run free trials so you can come on for a week for free, but there's eight hours of coaching in a week you can access for less than £7.40 a week after the free trial. So again, it's less than a, a pound for an hour of coaching from an accredited coach who specifically specializes in breakup and divorce. So again, you know, I, there was such a gap and, you know, so many people are struggling with it. Um, and it's just been amazing that the support and of the group with each other and the friendships that are formed yeah, you know, I just think it's it's interesting that as a as society globally we don't really provide much for people in those in those scenarios. Yes, it is something we we all go through, and it's incredibly painful.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing with me that amazing work that you do. And can you tell me now how you mind you?
1: Oh, uh, well, this is a good question because I think it's really important. Um, you know, uh, like the work you do as well, Brian, and all the people that you help. It's you know we can't do that unless we look after ourselves, and I think it's something that I probably learned the hard way many years ago when I started out coaching. Um, but now it's something that I really prioritize. So I mean I've got lots of things I do. I, I do like going to the gym. I am one of those people, so I do like get to get up in the morning and go to the gym. Um, I love spending time with my son. He's great fun. So we often. Uh, play pool together or go out bike riding so that kind of thing Um, I've got a lockdown puppy as well so I take her out for long walks every day and that's my time where I just switch off you know it's just me time I don't check my emails I'm not on my phone it's just me we walk around in nature I'm lucky that I live near a big lake so I often go up there with her and take at least an hour a day out just to rebalance I think it's super super important to do that.
0: Absolutely, and look, self care is so important for everyone. But Sarah, I'm sure you'll agree, especially when you're separating or divorcing. You know, like it, it becomes like a, a, such a priority because you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you have kids, and you know, like let's say you're going through the process, you know, like you first of all you're you're modelling self care for your kids, but also you know, like. When you're on a flight, they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on first. So, you know, especially f- separation or divorce, it's so important to fill your own cup.
1: It's so true, Brian. And it's interesting that I'm sure you see this with, with your clients as well. But yeah, I find a lot of people feel that self care is selfish. Mm. And it's interesting because if you know if you are a parent, you've been married, you've been working, you're doing all these things. You're usually the bottom of the pile, um, and we you know quite often find that we're putting everybody else in front of ourselves. So actually, when we say right, let's do some self care, there's a million things you could be doing that would be either helping others or working towards a goal or striving for something that you know or getting something done in the house even. and it sounds, it it feels to many people like that. Well, that's selfish. Why would I do that? But you're so right. It's really about in order to to be there, to be the support for anyone else, you have to look after you. And if you're going through a breakup, that is going to deplete your energy uh, and emotional pain is very, very draining on energy levels. I think a lot of people are surprised just by how tired they feel when they're going through a breakup because of all the stress that they're carrying on all that hurt and upset. So again, it's you're so right, spot on. It's super important, and that can be just running a nice bath and taking 20 minutes out just to sit and relax. It could be going for a walk. It could just be watching something on TV that distracts your mind from your breakup and makes you laugh. Um, you know, friends is a good one for that. Just makes people laugh and just distracts you from reality for a while. But whatever it is, find something that works for you that you enjoy that can just give you a bit of time out from everything else just to, to rebalance and, and regroup a bit.
0: Absolutely. And again, just to help you to walk steady on unsteady ground and to, to build that steady ground into a kind of a, a more even path. Absolutely. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing that with me. And where can people find you?
1: Oh, thank you, Brian. Um, my website is www.saradavison.com. So S-A-R-A-D-A-V-I-S-O-N.com. Um, and everything we offer on is on there. So the one-to-one coaching with me and my coaches, um, my social media links, the Heartbreak to Happiness online support groups, training with me to become a coach is all on there. Uh, and also the Heartbreak to Happiness podcast as well. So yeah, you can find everything there.
0: Brilliant. Well, Sarah, again, thank you so much for sharing that amazing work that you do. And I can tell anyone listening that I have, um, you know, I've checked out your website, I've listened to your podcast, I've actually um had the 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 benefits of of hearing your work on you know a, a workshop that you did a couple of years ago, which benefited me greatly. And a little tip that you gave that has really been beneficial for me, um, for anyone who is communicating communicating with their ex and if their ex is a little bit difficult i remember you told me sarah to put down uh, put their initials down instead of their full name so and if, if someone you know uh, brian barnes um, instead of their full name to put down their initials in small letters so small two small b's and just to kind of you know lessen the impact if they're a diff- you know if they're very difficult just to lessen the impact and that worked so well for me sarah so that was a really good tip
1: no, oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, you know, it works really well for me. So I always share, I always say we have to thank my ex for a lot because a lot of the content comes from me learning how to do <laughs> that. So, yeah. No, absolutely. I love that. So, actually, you're right. It does resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. Simply. Had, really
0: ha- absolutely. Could you, could, do you have any other, just before we go, any other um, kind of, you know, little micro tips like that?
1: Yeah, gosh, I've got lots. I mean, you know, the thing is, it's all about looking for the good. So flip it is one of my t- techniques where you just even when things are really, really hard, you force yourself to identify one good thing about it one good thing so it's called flip it so it's about looking at whatever's going on for you right now and just saying i know it you know i know that you're going to say but sorry it's really hard i know but just find that one thing that's good and focus your attention just on that just for a couple of minutes just focus on that and only that and it starts to shift for you so that's another really useful good one that you can use
0: I love that. I love that. And just to kind of, to flip it, to reframe it and to focus on that positive. That's brilliant. Well, Sarah, again, thank you so much for sharing with me the amazing work that you do. Thank you for being so kind and so generous and, Again, all that amazing work that you do to help people walk steady on unsteady ground, including myself. And I'll put a link to your website on this podcast. And again, there's loads of content on that website and in your podcast, Heartbreak to Happiness. And Sarah, best of luck with everything that you do in the future.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much, Brian, for everything you do. And thank you for inviting me to be your guest. I've absolutely loved it.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Mind You and I hope you've learned about the benefits of holistic self-care. Please like, subscribe and follow Mind You podcast wherever you listen to it and please share it so we can keep the ripple effect of holistic self-care going out to the world. You can find me and Mind You at brianbarneswellbeing.com and remember to Mind You.